name of Jesus father in the mighty name of Jesus father we thank you Lord even as we go into your word this morning speak to us in the name of Jesus Lord speak through me in the name of Jesus make my tongue like a pen of a ready writer speak life in the name of Jesus father we thank you we give you all the praise we give you all the glory in Jesus name we have prayed in Jesus name we have prayed thank you very much for praying like father like daughter god bless you because i know the father where the father was when we were both younger all right so i can attest that like father like daughter all right so um we've been speaking about walking in obedience okay walking in obedience and um it is important we understand that one there are many things god demands from you and i one of them is obedience. In fact, I was listening to a man of God, and he said, God has many love languages. One of the love, love languages of God is obedience. He said, if you love me, obey my commands. So, if you really love God, guess what? You will obey. To, to obey is to follow. To obey is to do. Okay? Um, and in the first Sunday of the month, I started this series, and I was speaking on, I was speaking on, 10 reasons why obedience to God is important. 10 reasons why obedience to God is important. I was able to cover four, and I'm going to round up with the last six. Okay? But I said something about obedience to God. And ladies and gentlemen, there are two types of obedience. Or there are two kinds of obedience. That's what I call the generic obedience and the specific obedience. The first one is the generic obedience. And I'm going to tell you in scriptures. Alright. Generic obedience. For example, the Ten Commandments. We have to obey the Ten Commandments. For example, scripture says in Matthew 22, verse 37 39. Love God and love your neighbor. Love God and love the people. Have faith in God. Those are generic obedience. But they are also what I call specific obedience. These are obedience that God gives you specifically. For example, if God say, become a pastor. If God says, do this. Bless this person. Do this and do that. When God says, start a ministry, God didn't... If God asked me to start a ministry now, God is not asking us to start. If Holy Spirit asked me to start a YouTube channel and begin to preach the gospel on YouTube, okay, that is specific to me. Does that make sense? If God asks me to serve in church, that is specific to me. What is God asking you to do? What are the specific things that, that God is asking you to do? Those things are specific to you. People may not understand it. As a matter of fact, so your spouse might not get it. Your parents might not get it. Your friends cannot get it. But time will tell because this is specific instruction. I'll give an example. When God told when God told Abraham to wake up in the following day and go and sacrifice his only son Isaac, God didn't, God didn't tell Sarah that. God spoke to him alone. God spoke to him. When God spoke to Moses in the burning bush, God spoke to Moses and God gave him an instruction. Go to Israel and see my people free. Does that make sense? So we can see many examples in scriptures that God gave specific obedience. And we can also see in scripture that God gave their so obedience is in two kinds. In fact, I was speaking to the young people and I said that there are many there are, there are many people that God wants us to obey. 
obedience to God is not is obedience is not just to God alone. Even obedience in your academics. You're meant to go to your lectures, go to your lectures. You understand? You're meant to do what you need to do it. So God wants us to not obey him alone. We need to obey our parents. In fact, honor your parents is the first commandment in scriptures with with a blessing. Alright? So God wants us to obey each other. God wants us to obey his word. God wants us to obey the pastor he has put over us. So people feel like, well, once I do what God wants me to do, that's okay. I don't know, no, no, no. You have to obey God and obey the people of God. Does that make sense? I will never, I will never advise my young people to disobey their parents, even if they are wrong. Pray and God will make it right. Okay. So today I want to go. All right. Um. Well, when we started four Sundays ago, wow. So the first three, I said. God rewards obedience. Obedience, there is reward in obedience. And number two, I said, Jesus is calling us. To, obedience is a higher calling. Obedience is an instruction. You know, when you are in the army, when you are in the police force, when you are in the navy force, okay, you obey. Obedience is so important. You obey the last order. When 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 somebody who is of higher rank gives an instruction, you pay to it you obey first and they can complain later and then number three i say obedience scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice first samuel chapter 15 and verse 22 and i was reflecting on this actually when we live a life of obedience we are under grace are you with me when we live a life of obedience we are under grace but when we when we when we are trying to make sacrifice another work of sacrifice is you are trying to beg god you are trying to plead your case then you fall under mercy does that make sense of sacrifice is a way of oh you know you watch you know you watch all these movies okay and they say okay go and make sacrifice to the gods you are kind of begging the gods to be in your favor when we you know when we make a sacrifice to god we are trying to plead our case before say god have mercy on me oh lord son of david have mercy on me does that make sense but obedience actually is better than sacrifice and obedience number four is an act of worship because true obedience flows from the heart okay and so today i'm going to carry on because i want us to spend some time to pray okay so number five i said obedience to god proves our love towards him another reason why obedience is important it shows that we love god if you love me obey my commands if you love me if you love me first john chapter 5 verse 2 says we know we we love god's children if we love god and obey his commands loving god means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome god's commandment they are not a burden they are not burdensome it's something you and i can do I teach my children, my daughters to obey, and it's not burdensome. I only discipline them when they they use they try to use lie to cover their their obedience. So it's a proof. If you see anyone that disobeys God, they don't really love God. Because if you love someone, you will obey them. 
even if you disagree with them you will find a time to to make that correction but you will follow instructions first second john chapter 6 and verse 1 says love means doing what god has commanded us and he has commanded us to love one another just as you have heard from the beginning love means doing what god has commanded us to do if you love god ladies and gentlemen you will do exactly what he has commanded us to do love will not be a burden because a christian who lives a life of disobedience cannot please god obedience is so important to god jesus on the on the cross obeyed god to the to the cross he obeyed God even while on the cross. He said, Father, take this cup away from me, but not my will. Let your will be done. That is obedience in sacrifice. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Number six, obedience to God demonstrates our faith. Obedience to God demonstrates our faith. If you want to show that you have, you have faith in God, obey him. How can I say I have faith in Bishop Isaac? Everything you asked me to do, I never did. What kind of faith is that? Scripture says faith without works is dead. The proof that you have faith is you do. Does that make sense? The proof that you have faith in someone is you follow their instruction. You do that which you are told to do. So when you say you obey, you, you, you have faith in someone, you never follow their instruction. They begin to wonder, I'm not sure this person really believes in me. Am I making sense? First John chapter 2, verse 3 to 6. Scripture says, And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey his commandments, that person is a liar. I pray you and I will not be a liar in the name of Jesus. And is not living in the truth. I pray you and I will live in the truth in the name of Jesus. But those who obey God's word truly shows how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Scripture says in Romans 10 and verse 17, so faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing and you hear through God's word. How do you hear through God's word? You obey. Does that make sense? How you hear through God's word is you obey, you follow the instruction according to the word of God. That's how, you, that's how you hear. That's how you hear through God's word. That's how you hear. You hear by obedience. You hear by following every instruction. That shall not. You don't. That shall you do. Love your neighbor as, your, as yourself. Do this. You follow through. That is how you obey. And the more you, the more you live in obedience to God, the more your faith will grow. You know faith grows. Do you know faith grows? Some people have no faith, little faith, great faith. Faith grows. Faith is like a seed. You plant the seed. You know, when I was young, <laughs> we used to plant, we used to plant, we plant seeds. So this is my garden. So every day we go and be checking. Oh, it's not growing. Oh, it's not growing. We are so impatient. One time I plant beans. I don't know who sent me. Ah, 
<laughs> I didn't, maybe I, I did not see anything. I suffered. Because the condition was not right. You know, enough things going to grow. Alright, but faith is like a seed. If you plant the seed under the right condition, under the right atmosphere, it's a matter of time. It will first of all grow inward and it will grow outward. Does that make sense? So faith grows. I pray you faith will grow in the name of Jesus. One of the components that will make our faith grow in God is obeying God's word. Disobedience will distract our faith. Disobedience will delay the growth of our faith and that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Number seven. Obedience leads to life because scripture says that disobedience leads to sin and death. So disobedience gives life. If disobedience would lead to sin and eventually would lead to death, that means that if we obey God, it would lead to life. Romans 5 and verse 19 says, Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinner. Alright? Because one person, you know who that person is? Adam. One person disobeyed God. We all became sinner. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. So in disobedience, there is death. Not just physical death, but spiritual death. Not just physical death, but spiritual death. And if you are dead spiritually, you cannot connect with the Holy Spirit. And if you cannot connect with the Holy Spirit, you cannot do God's will. You cannot do the things of God because there is no, there is a division. You ca- there is no connection. You know, if I trip up the electricity in, in, in this building, even though the socket have the capacity to take on the electricity, but there is a disconnection. Once there is a disconnection, nothing will work here. Nothing will work until we connect again. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 22 just as one just as everyone died because we all belong to adam everyone who belong to christ will be given new life will be given new life very quickly romans chapter 6 and verse 16 the the example of obedience to us in scripture is jesus christ christ perfect obedience and he restores our fellowship with god for everyone who believes in him. Romans 6 and verse 16. Can I have an NLT please? Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? Does that make sense? I pray you and I will not be a slave to sin in the name of Jesus. Get me. I said you will not be a slave to sin in the name of Jesus. He says you can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living, righteous life, the Zoe life. So obedience gives life, not just life, but life abundance. John 10 and verse 10b. I have come that you may have life. Not just life, but life in excess, life in abundance, life unlimited, life in Christ, glorious life, abundant life, amazing life, outstanding life. 
I pray God will pray in the name of Jesus. I pray the devil will not steal your life, will not steal your joy in the name of Jesus. Number eight, when we live in obedience to God, we'll be under his protection. We'll be under his protection. We'll be under the canopy of God. We'll be under the umbrella of God. You know, so the Holy Spirit just gave me an example of a car insurance. You know, if I if I buy Bishop Tosin, you buy a car insurance. As long as you obey every instruction detailed in the insurance policy, guess what? You are protected. For example, you are in the car, you use seat belt. When you have a car accident, the first question, are you using your seat belt? If you say you are not sure, <laughs> your insurance is void. <laughs> if you say if your car does not have MOT, your insurance is void. If your car does not have certain things, your car is void. You know, I had a car accident one time, and they were asking me, did I put my, my seat back? I said, yes. Because my car have MOT, of course, they can see that. And they asked me, because it's night time, where, where my lights working? I said, yes. I said, okay, you're covered. If I say, sorry, one light was not working properly, or I'm not sure that I put my light on or off or on, that's it. My insurance automatically void. Ladies and gentlemen, when we live in obedience to God, we are under His protection. We are under His insurance. We are on. We have protection. Exodus twenty-three and verse twenty-two. But if you carefully obey His voice and do all that I have said, then I will be an enemy to your enemy, and an adversary to when God has become the enemy to your enemy. Then you are protected. When your enemy becomes God's enemy, you can go to sleep anytime, any day. You can fall asleep on the coach <laughs> to Germany, no problem. You can fall asleep on the train to Luton, no problem. Because there is a protection. When God, when when your adversaries becomes God's adversary, you don't need to worry. Why? Because you are under the insurance of God. You are under God's insurance. Exodus chapter 19 and verse 5. Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my commands, you shall be my treasured possession amongst all the people, for all the earth is mine. When you become God's treasure, do you know what treasure is? Not just possession. You know, you know, there are some, there are some, there are some, there are some possessions we have at home. We treasure them so much that we keep them separately. You know, if you have a wardrobe, inside the wardrobe, you have a box. Inside that box, you keep those special because they are treasured. Not that you don't treasure all your other possessions, but this one, they are unique, they are special, they are more. Maybe they want more, or it was given to you by a parent, or it was your guardian certificate. You, you treasure them more. Some people will even go and keep certain treasures in the bank because they are treasured possession they are so important to them they are special to them and that is what we are to god you can imagine if you go and keep your gold your diamond all those things your trophies your medals all those things in the bank <laughs> who, who will break to that bank they will try does that make sense because there are so many codes to get into the vault you have to do you have to do eye screening you have to do thumbprint they have to give you passcode it's just it's just too much what God gives us. Why? Because we are in obedience. We live a life of obedience. 
I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Number nine, obedience to God brings healing to us. Obedience to God brings healing. You know, sometimes you don't need a man of God to lay hands on you. No. Sometimes you don't need a prophet to prophesy. I'm not denying those things. At weekend away over the last weekend, I prophesied to so many people that I lost my voice. I were, were praying from 9 p.m. I stopped praying at 3 a.m. Some people were still there. But thank God they were not in my queue. They were others. Okay, that's, I can go to sleep. So I, I believe in prophecy. I believe in man of God giving us a word. But also, when we live a life of obedience, it brings healing to us. Jeremiah 7 and verse 23. But this command I gave them. Obey my voice and I will be your God. And you shall be my people. And walk in all the ways that I command you. That it may be well with you. It may be well with you. Some of the healings we want. If we, if we are able to live a life of obedience. God will do wonders. When, if God says follow me and all will be well with you follow God diligently follow God intentionally follow God desperately follow God with a focus it will be well with you it will be well with your health it will be well with your soul not just you but it will begin to transfer to people around you but the problem we have is we have selective obedience we obey God when it's convenient Absolutely partial obedience. You know, Pastor 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 Muiwa Ali was preaching in Nottingham Church and was talking about obedience. And here is what he says. If I find it. And he was saying, obedience is not partial obedience. Obedience is not delayed obedience. Obedience is not choice obedience. Obedience is not optional obedience. It is not pick and choose. Obedience is doing what God asks you to do at the time he wants you to do it. You know, for many of us, when you're, when you're playing FIFA... And your mom asks you to go and do something. Say, so, mom, I'll do it later. No, no, no. When she said do it, she wants you to do it now. Not, oh, go and take out the pain. Okay, I'll do it later. They want it done now. Because it's going to be instant. It's going to be immediate. It's going to be complete. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26. Saying, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God. And do what... And do that which is right in his eyes. And give ears to his commands. And keep all his status. I will put none of the diseases on you. That I put on the Egyptian. For I am the Lord your healer. You see he gave certain instruction. Hear this. First and foremost. Says, Listen to the Lord your God. Number one. Do what is right in his sight. Number three. Give ears to his command. Number four. Keep all his status. All these things boys are not obedience. Obey God. The summary of all of this is obey God. Just follow God's instruction. Do that which he asks you to do. 
and he says if you do this i will i will put none of the diseases on you i will put none i will put none and if there is he will remove it does that make sense if there is he will remove it because god is the healer god is the great physician and finally number 10 obedience is an act of service obedience is an act of service true obedience true service is from the heart and god sees your heart obedience is an act of service titles chapter 3 and verse 1 remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities to to be obedient to be ready for every good work to be ready for every good work to be ready to serve to be ready for every assignment to be ready for every instruction second chronicles chapter 31 and verse 21 scripture says and every work that he undertook in the service of the house of god and in accordance with the law and the commandment seeking is god he did it with all his heart and prospered and it's only god can seize the heart i cannot see your heart only god sees you so god knows that this thing you are doing is not convenient god knows these things you're doing at this time at this point in time is not it's not convenient it's not easy only god sees your heart yes you are smiling people see that you're smiling they don't know challenges you've been through they don't know the orders you have to overcome to do this they don't know they don't know you know i often will tell my wife that my wife virtually work every saturday night she goes to work every saturday night and on sunday morning we still come to church and i says nobody will see this but me no my god will reward you because it takes a lot it takes a lot to 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 to, to work overnight and still come the following day and it's not it's only 10 minutes drive you have to drive one hour to get to church and she'll have some some days some days because she's going to night all the things that needs to for sunday she'll quickly make them get those things ready because sunday morning is not convenient we'll run late she will do everything i mean i'll just be looking because what can i do so ladies and gentlemen as we round up working in obedience it is important for us to know that whatever God is asking us to do, can I tell you a secret? Hear me now. Whatever God is asking us to do, it is for your benefit. It is for my benefit. Does that mean whatever God is asking us to do, whatever scripture is asking us to do, it is not for the benefit of God. You see, I learned this a long time ago that whatever I'm doing for God does not make God bigger. Whatever I'm doing for God does not increase the person of God. You know, as wonderful as we can the way is, it does not in God is God. Nothing you do, you see, me now, for example, now, because I'm man, I have limitation. There are certain things I need to depend on my wife on the church. You can imagine if Stapadeka is not here and Dr. Joy is not here, I cannot do everything. And we need to depend on each other. But God doesn't need us. So everything God is asking us to do, it is for our benefit. Because as we walk in obedience, we'll be rewarded. As we walk in obedience, we'll become a better person. We're able to worship God. We're able to, we're able to love God. Our faith is able to increase. We're able to live abundant life. We're able to be protected. 
we're able to have healing because for example now maybe you know last weekend after weekend away i lost my voice and i said god i'm a preacher i preach virtually every day i need my voice to preach i cannot lose my voice and god healed my voice i got my voice back and and the, by tuesday morning i already doing my devotional back you know so i pray god help us in the name of jesus i want us to rise up on our feet i want us to pray i want you to pray and say god help me to live a life of obedience your obedience is not to please man but to please god hear this your obedience is not to please man but to please god do you know your obedience is not to please your spouse but to please god my obedience to god is not to please my spouse but to please god my wife might not agree with me but i know this what god is asking us to do let's do i just need to pray for wisdom to be able to communicate so that we can do it effectively i want us to pray god give me the grace to live a life of obedience you know half of the prayer we pray hear this half of the prayer we pray in church half of the prayer a christian pray will not need to pray if we live a life of obedience does that make sense half of the prayer we pray we wouldn't need to pray as i'm talking to you i'm talking to myself all right in fact before i preach this message to you i've already preached it to myself because if we leave you see half of the problem every student will encounter in the academics if they follow the instruction of their lecturer half of the problem will be solved the problem is we don't listen in lectures we don't listen you are in lectures you are on twitter you are on tiktok you are in lectures your mind is somewhere else you are in lectures you are chatting with a friend you are not even listening in the class so if you don't if you don't obey in class then you're going to get a problem so i want us to pray i say god give me the grace help me to live a life of obedience a life of obedience is the only life that pleases god an example in scripture job chapter one job lived a life of obedience scripture gives us an example of the, the kind of person job was job would, would make would, would give god a burnt offering every day of his life he was the richest man in the far east but something happened to him in chapter one something it got worse in chapter two but he still live a life of obedience that his wife would tell him can you not curse god and die he told him can you not curse god and die people look up to you now they're looking down on you you used to be mr somebody now you are mr nobody it got worse that he shaved his hair and in bible times if you shave yourself if you shave your hair you are in agony you are in sorrow you are in pain i want us to pray i say god help me help me lord to please you whatever i want to do on this i, I want to please you i want to do the help me give me the grace give me the empowerment help me oh lord god because if we are not pleasing to god then god is displeased we saw many people that god was displeased with in scripture we saw what happened to them one example cain god was displeased with his offering another example samson after he fell into sin because of Bathsheba, 
in the book of Judges. And the scripture says, and the Spirit of God left Samson. And that was the end of Samson. He thought he had the power still. And that was the end of it. That was the end. I want to pray and say, God, help me, Lord. Help me. Help me to please you. Help me to do. Help, give me the grace. Give me the empowerment. In the name of Jesus. However you can pray this prayer, just pray. In Jesus' pray. Hear this. Obedience is not doing what the pastor says. It's doing what the Bible says. If what the pastor says, correct the Bible, do what the Bible says. Obedience to God is not doing what your parents are saying. It's doing what the Bible says. Because if what your parents ask you to do, correct the word of God, do what the Bible says. It, because you cannot please man and please God. You cannot please man and please God. Choose this day whom you will serve. I want to pray. I say, God, help me. God, help me, Lord. I want to pray. I say, God, have mercy on me. I'm sorry for all my disobedience. I'm sorry for all my unbelief. I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for the things I've done. Lord, have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me. Pour your grace upon me so that from today I can be obedient to you. From today I can live a life of obedience. A life of obedience is a life that God is proud of. God told Satan, Job chapter 1 and verse 6, Have you considered my son Job? Job was so sinless that Satan could not see. Satan could not notice Job. God was so proud of Job. That he had to, Have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? Because he lived a life of obedience. Not just for him, but for his family. Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Marusa kete bobo jete legede. Zepra kaka zekete brogodo. Rako jekete brogodo. Lepra zekete brogodo. Zeture kete brogodo. Leprako jekete brogodo. Mazekete brogodo. Resute legede bedegede. Rekata baba jekete brogodo. Lezokete brogodo. Jate regede gede Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise, sir. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Lord, have mercy on us. We need you, Lord. It's so hard to obey you in this earth. But Lord, with God, impossible is nothing. Your word says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Lord, give us strength in the name of Jesus. Give us the, 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 the ingredients we need to obey you in the name of Jesus. Let us be an example to our colleagues, to our family, to our friends, that we live a life of obedience to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are sorry for what we have done. We are sorry for all our disobedience. Lord, have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we commit the rest of this month of February into your hand. Lord, may we finish well in the name of Jesus. May we finish well in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that we will live a life of obedience, not just in the month of February, 
not just in 2023 but for the rest of our lives in the name of jesus father empower us lord bring people into our life that will that will that we can work together to really be an example of christ in the name of jesus father we thank you i pray this week shall be a productive week for us all in the name of jesus this week whatever you lay your hands upon you will prosper in the in the name of jesus this week the lord will give you an outstanding testimony i pray this week the lord will give you a wow testimony in the name of jesus father we thank you this week you will not fall into sin this week you will live a life above sin this week god will be proud of you in the name of jesus father we thank you we give you all the praise we give you all the glory in jesus name we have prayed in jesus name we have prayed Amen. can we